Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. My apologies for that, but man, I had to do it. So, um, all right, where were we at now, brother? What we were last talking about? Do you recall? Yeah, we were just talking about the different segments, the different ideas, uh, different topics that we can have for the content, um, and just basically uh, just how we're going about doing it. Oh, yeah, okay. So, the idea is basically, um, I did a demo, actually. I did a demo. And um, this is before all this stuff went down with my mother-in-law. And um, I'm going to pull it out. But uh, I'm still getting back into work mode. So, we have a, uh, some attractive women going there. They're going to read some things and do some reports and things like that. We'll have guest people, you know, and we just do it and keep it really simple, straight to the point, and do and, and don't stop. We we don't want to stop no matter what. And what I mean is, I never see an evangelist take a day off. Now, some of them go live, which we're not going to be doing, but we're going to have so many shows that we can take semester breaks and still have shows playing. That is the point. And... We want to stay on TV doing a whole variety of things, if necessary, um, to build up a solid foundation of supporters so that when we stretch out outside of us, then we can show the people that we're going to, hey, we have... 500 supporters, we have 1,000 supporters, whatever. And that will make it attractive because it's just like, um, it's just like if you wanted somebody to pay you money to advertise on your TV show and you can say, hey, look, I got 1,000 viewers every week. We get 1,000 viewers. So then you know that those supporters are going to see your product, so it's worth you spending that money with them. So it's the same thing as an investment of time. If people can help us in economic ministry and whatever we do, they're investing their time. So they're investing their time. They want to know that it's going to help people and people are going to see it 
that there's a certain amount of people that are going to support. Does that make sense, brother? Yeah, it makes sense. I get what you're saying. Because it's basically, this is basically building our foundation for which we can use. From a commercial perspective, it's more like bartering. So this is more like our quote-unquote perceived collateral that we're saying, like, look, this is the foundation that we got. These are the people that are behind what we're doing. So we're legitimate and credible to do XYZ business with us, basically. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yes. Definitely. And um, when we start like that, <clears throat> which I'm saying, it shouldn't take long to get a couple hundred to a thousand supporters because we're literally going to be in hundreds of thousands of homes in, in just one city. And that means in, in um, multiple cities, we're going to be in millions of homes, not including YouTube and Roku and all of that. We should be able to have, you know, a whole lot of people pay attention to us in a short amount of time. And as long as we keep on that, um, and we can get some people in place that are um, able men, we will be good. Right. I had another um, I uh just a suggestion and idea as well, and I want to know what you thought about it. With the Able Brothers, um, I think we have to make like a um, like a criterion because see what happens is if you find brothers who did just high school, because there's a lot of brothers that just did high school, they didn't do college, whatever. They're gonna you really won't know how to measure their work ethic unless they did like a community college or a collegiate level. The reason why I say that is because their work ethic would be more pronounced and they would have an opportunity. It would be better off. Because if you look at how we are in Fishers of Men, the majority of us are college graduates and you see the work ethic by then and there, right? And so with that being said, that's sort of how, because you already have the, they can already see both sides. They already see the side from where they see this educational front, but they're also being exposed to sort of, you know, the reality of why things are going on the way they are around them. So if we got them, like, fresh out of college or people that basically had a collegiate background, those would be considered, like, the able men because their work ethic would be more pronounced as far as, how they're able to deal with quote-unquote ups and downs challenges because they already had to deal with that through a curriculum. They already went through a curriculum to do that. So that way we won't even have to worry about people coming as they are so that way it would it would make sure that whatever work that we're doing is always going to stay effective and moving forward so that we're not just people that are just going to come here and just kind of wing it, thinking that, can hide behind certain things and not really show themselves, you know. So that's that's one of the things I wanted to make sure that, you know, we had on the record to see if that's something that we can also think about as we're going forward when we're reaching the people. Uh, yes, we definitely need to do that because <clears throat> it's like a criteria, a standard, or a right. prerequisite. Uh, right. abilities. We 
because essentially we don't want people, we don't want people to have skills but they're lazy. You know what I mean? And um you know, they can be lazy, but yeah, so definitely that's a, is a, a a must. And um I think that those without this is my observation. I don't know how true this is. A lot of brothers don't complete school. Right. And, and one of the reasons they don't is lack of commitment, lack of responsibility, and they have more of a fast track mind, you know. They You're want to picking try. up again, brother. Okay, can you hear me? Hello? 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 Back here, you know. Okay. Um, you don't want them, you know, people that have those fast minds, you know, they might be better off doing street soldiering, policing the streets. Mm-hmm. If they don't have an education, I mean, not everybody that has an education is going to be a good worker or, you know, committed, but it does say that they probably are more likely because they've already shown that they've done this, 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 and this. So, um, yes, I, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Can you hear me, brother? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, because uh, this is one of the things I was thinking about as far as we go out and do this work some more where, cause, um, and, you know, it's really, and that's, that's just an observation that I had too. You know, I could be wrong because there's some people that schools just ain't for them. But in reality, it just shows like, like that's always like, unless people have the uncanny ability to just really be that self-disciplined, and really go after it and build their own business cool. But for the most part, the majority of people are better off just stay put in school, use that knowledge they learn, and then just build their own afterwards because, you know, it's 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 about the work ethic and not everybody's just endowed with that, you know. So that was just something that was just an observation and a thought that I just had, but going forward. Yeah, I mean it's really legitimate. Um if this, if we start with this is what I think we should do. I think we should start with Fishers of Men and then follow that maybe a month later and do Black Biz Nexus. Now, let, let me. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, let me share this thinking with you. Tell me what you think. I think if we get a couple of new, fresh blood in the nation, 
that'll help the morale. And in that, once we come back with Black Biz Nexus, because those people are not necessarily going to be in the nation, they might eventually, but they ain't going to be the first thing. Then um, we'll have a few extra hands. And um, that's what I'm thinking. So you're saying that the people, so if new people come into the nation as they are, whatever, and then they could essentially help out with some of the, like, say, for example, the the, the ones that are going to be on the front line pushing this forward, they could be in the background helping to edit some of the content that we're doing. And then as we use, as we move forward some more, when we start doing Black Biz Nexus, do the same thing, but the same people that are in the nation can still help both ways with the content that we're doing, generating with Fishers and Men and Black Biz Nexus. Yeah. Yeah, because we we need some we need some people in the nation that have a better a better work ethic. Yeah. And, and a better drive. But, you know, a will to get some things done. And I'm not talking about like a couple of hundred people. I'm just talking about maybe a handful, five or ten people. You know, mm-hmm. three people three people would be fine, but um you know, I really strongly feel that because we need we need we need some more people to to give us a, some type of um, boost. Cause there's some lazy girls, man, in this damn nation, man. Lazy as hell. And, and I, I don't ever say this kind of stuff, so forgive me for saying it. I'm just telling the truth. And I don't push it out in front of the people for everybody to know. But um, mm-hmm. when you're in a leading role, you need to know the psychology of the people you are leading. So it's some yeah. lazy roles, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll get better, though, because it's, it's, like it's like a cycle. I mean, it'll get better because I think what has to happen is um, – it goes back to what we talked about in uh, the Fishes of Men, like before we went on break, about how some people, you know, are going to just have to just kind of be employees, for lack of a better term, and whereas other people just have. It's basically like we are just generating the content for them to just sort of kind of refine as we continue to do more work. And that's really how all these businesses are structured anyway. You know, the leaders are always generating the content and then bringing it back for the people to have something to work on, you know, and then make themselves feel useful. So that's essentially what we're doing with this whole stuff is just generating as much content, establishing connections, rapport with different people. And that way, as we generate more content and support, we have work for people to do in the nation as they come along, you know. So then at that level, based on the work that we're generating, would determine the type of people that would be adequate to fulfill those functions, you know, so that way we have a proper gauge of our progress. We have a proper gauge of who is resp- who, who can handle what, what responsibility can they handle, are they ready to move to the next level, those type of things. So this is basically a, fi- a re- it's basically reestablishing 
how we're going to do things moving forward with the nation because we have already got a lot of the prerequisites set up. We have a radio station. Now we got, you know, outreach. We have ministries set up, you know. So now it's just essentially generating the content via these communities in our local communities via television network so that way people can see the legitimacy of what we're doing so when we start talking to people, they could say, so tell me a little bit about what you are. Then you could say, as seen on BNN or as seen on Manhattan Neighborhood Network, that's a station in New York, you know. And so as they, people see this stuff, they'll be more likely to want to get involved or they're more likely, you know, it will happen organically. But the point is the amount of work that we're generating for the nation and then the people that are, that are qualified to enter will have work to do and feel useful, you know. So that's something that we can even target to, like, you know, um, college students, high school students, students who are on summer break, you know, intern students who want to do internships. We have work for them to do, you know, so it's stuff like that. And then they're, at the same time, as they're working, they're also learning the truth as they go along as well. And they can share it with their friends. And then that's an outlet that they've already established for themselves in the platform. So when they do finish, there's something they can do on the side in addition to what they want to do as well. So Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> so I I just know, brother, like look, <clears throat> we hit the TV. I'm not I'm not expecting hundreds or tens of thousands of viewers, um, you know, regular viewers in any one city. But, but if we hit this, we hit 10 or 20 cities, we can probably get a couple, maybe 10,000 viewers. Now, mm-hmm. all with that, we want to get people into a Facebook groups, into whatever Facebook groups we have. Those same people that are watching, we want them to be subscribers on YouTube channel. So um, all of that is going to be in support of what we're doing. So we'll be on TV regularly, and it's going to be consistently, consistently pushing people towards us. Um, And that's the idea. So I like how you described uh, that because it is, I see this, um, as a very helpful uh, nation builder is to give the people something constructive and, and meaningful to do, like you said. And helping the homeless, that's something that's very meaningful. You're, you're in class, you know, you're studying, and you're constantly being active and participating in the nation, and that should build morale to want people to tell more people about us. So, um, but it's really simple. What about the the brother, the athlete, uh, Selden? Um, Wayne, Wayne Selden. You have contact with him? You have any contact with him? No, I don't. Okay. About to say interview him, but oh well. Um, what is he doing now? Is he still playing? Yeah, he's still with the Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies. 
Yeah, he's he's still doing with the, he's still doing his thing with the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, <clears throat> he's still on the, he's still on the contract because I was just checking it yesterday. Um, so yeah, he's uh he's still there doing his thing. Well, that's good. That's good. But um, <clears throat> all right, so uh. What let's say let's say we do well let me pull this out first so I can see where we're at. Hold on. Alright, now Fishers of Men is a whole lot more elaborate to what we can do, but let's say we're going to do Fishers of Men TV, right? We want... uh, Hold on. I got these segments listed out. Uh, Of course, I can't even read the segments. All right. Um... Basically, this show would be hopefully we can do this part. I'm not so sure if it's too easy, but like dramatizations, because like we want to do interviews with people and things, but it's it's kind of like how you see help the, on TV. You see those shows, um, please send ten dollars. To you know, it's kind of like that because <laughs> we want to. The, the idea is, let's say we interview a former or a present drug addict, right? They're presently a drug addict. We interview them, and or something, or somebody that was a former drug addict, and basically we're saying, hey, if you have this kind of problem, contact us. We want to help you. If you have home issues or whatever. You know, or you know somebody that has an issue. Contact us; we'll help you. That's basically what we're saying. So we we do. Let's say we do. New the, the sisters do some reports. Um, this individual went through um, drugs, and then they went to this rehab, and now they got themselves clean. And then they just report that. Then another segment. Uh, this individual went was a street whore, um, and they got themselves clean. And we can actually interview them, and they can tell about how they turned their life around. And then we're like, if you are having these problems, you want to turn your life around, contact us. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm saying it right. Though. Yeah, what you're saying. So basically. Um, what we could, what we, what we could do is basically, it's like a before and after. So it's like, okay, we take somebody who was maybe like a former drug dealer, not drug, former drug abuser, whatever kind, and this can be an outlet for them to share their story. And if they know other people that are struggling with these same issues, they can have them contact us and we'll be able to be able to help them out. So that way 
it's basically providing the people who want to use their story to empower others. So at the same time, they're also helping who are in people who want to get cleaned up and then we can bring them on the show and say, how was he able to get cleaned up or what was some of the, you know, just stuff like that. So what, so we could, we could approach it where we can find people who was in a former, you know, lifestyle that wasn't so productive and then have them interview them, ask them how they got into it, how they got out, what are they doing to sustain themselves in this new direction that need help, have them contact us. We sit down with them, help them out, whatever, whatever, but then... Hello? Someone who was formed... Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, so basically, we could use people who was... We could find people who was in a former lifestyle, like who was formerly... Um, homeless, formerly a drug abuser, um, whatever the case is, and then have them share their story on this. We can interview them and have them share their story, but then they may know people who are in the same predicament, help them, And but then if anyone else knows of anybody in the same condition, have them reach out to us, we'll help them out, so to speak. So it's basically providing them a platform to quote-unquote get healed but at the same time help heal them indirectly through the individual that was healed that that overcame that that we're also using to reach the people as well, if that makes sense. Hold on one moment. <clears throat> Breaking up a little bit as well. Okay. Can you hear me? Still breaking up. One moment. All right, go ahead, brother. I I had to go back down and get some of this chicken, brother. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I was saying that. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is like, we use, we find people who may have been formerly who were former drug abusers, who were formerly who were homeless at one point, but use them as a platform to reach who are still in those positions and have them come talk to us and then we can help them get, you know, clean their situation up, but then also use that as a platform for the individual who got cleaned and they can share their story and then having that as a content, that can be something that if people see that, they can say, well, let's work with these individuals because they know something about how to help people get cleaned or we use that individual as a catalyst that was clean to bring people to get cleaned up, you know, and we just providing that as a platform as well. And then when they get clean, they can share their testimony, how they were able to get clean, 
on the Fisher the Men television show as well. So that's what I was um, thinking how we can approach it as well, another avenue. And gangbangers, yes, all of that. Exactly. Because yeah. they're going to help with the content. People that have been through that, they're going to help draw people to us. Right. Question is, how do you find these people? Though, like, how do you find somebody that was a former drug abuser? Because um, I know when you was doing, when I know, like, when you was doing some of that, you know, in the earlier stages, how was you able to find some of these people? Like, where are they located? Like these former drug abusers and drug dealers, or uh, people who are, who may have been homeless or former prostitutes, like, how do you find these people? Like, where are they located? Where do you even begin to look? I mean, you got all types of things. Like, you got Facebook, Craigslist, Twitter, Instagram. You put out an advertisement. Hey, you want to come on TV and tell your your success story of how you overcome uh, such and such things or whatever. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. One moment. So, so anyway, we can do uh, prostitutes, strippers, gang bangers, um, because these are the people that you know the people that have conquered. I mean, conquered those issues. These are the people. This is what everybody's going through every day. You know what I mean? This is what's actually out here in our communities. And this is what uh, the people can, these are the issues they're dealing with. So this is what they can conquer by having other people that um, have been through that as well. So gang banging, prostitutes, porn stars, all the sick bastards that are out there. <laughs> <laughs> All the sick demons and people that have conquered it, those are the people we want to come on. And if you have this issue, come here. We can help you, you know, overcome it. And then additionally, we have, um, you know, we put out specific things. If you want to be on TV, contact us here. Um, If you have issues, uh, contact us here. So that's the whole thing. Now, all we need is a couple to start off with, just a few. Even if it's like only two or three. One moment, please.
Thank you for holding. Yes, sir. So, as I'm saying, when we do this, uh, this is the target uh, audience. These are target target audiences of these types of people. And we can say, we also need help. You want to volunteer. You you want to help us do this. Come on, help. Now, just imagine that's on every day all mm-hmm. over the country. There's no way possible we're not going to get a handful of people that are qualified to help us. And even if they only do it for, you know, a, a limited amount of time, the point is, they they're there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I mean we do so, other things. Oh go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. No, I was just no, I was just gonna say, um yeah, so I could um I think I would start off with the Craigslist, create like a little ad and um circulate it and see what I could get in Cause I just, you know, I create like a fish the men outreach Boston at gmail.com so they could just reach there, you know, send any information there and then I can just take it from there and then, um, go from there, whatever. But, um, so yeah. Um, okay. So um, then also, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just thinking out loud, but go ahead. I was going to say, we need a Facebook page to reflect that because what, if somebody contacts you in email, that's mm-hmm. fine, but I think that maybe, hmm. I want to say an autoresponder all right why do you think somebody will email you under what situation well from Craigslist yeah because hmm if they email you they're gonna say hey I'm interested in this but can you give me more information? Oh, you can't do that with Craigslist. That's right. You can't put an autoresponder. You can or but you can't? You can't. But you can oh. have you can have a, a something that's already written out so that when people do respond to you, you just have it already written out and then you send it to them. Because all they're going to do is, is say who they are and, you know, can I have more information? So they're going to want more information. Now, when they do that, that's when I'm saying um, where, where are we going to send them to get more information? Hmm. Um. So I was. Oh, well, go ahead. I I was thinking like I don't know how much work this would be, 
but if we had like on Temple of the Most High, we had like a section that had Fishers of Men outreach, and then we just have like a you know contact info, like um, uh, say for example, um, they want to talk about their story. Um, they can schedule like a meeting time, you know, that they would want to meet so I could know I'll be notified, whatever. And then I can go and sit down with whomever and then basically go over what their situation is and then, um, basically interview them on the spot right there. But that's also, I don't know how much work that would be to tie into, like, if they wanted to get more information, what would it, you know, I could write like a short blurb. But then it would be like on a section of Fisherman Outreach on Temple of the Most High. And then if they want to schedule a time to speak, they can select a slot that's available. And then I can use that as a way to basically meet with them in person and then schedule like a quick interview and then go from there. That's why I don't know how much work that would be, though. Uh, well, trust me, I know how much work that would be. and. <laughs> It would be a way uh, a, a doozy. However, okay. Um, here's here's what we could do. Um, when we do when when they respond to G, to Craigslist, you you send them back um, a message, a pre written message with links and everything already in there. And what that's going to do is they can click on a link and go, let's say, to Facebook page. On the Facebook page, we have them... Maybe they can have additional information on what they need to do, and they can hmm, maybe that's too long. Maybe we come back to that part because that part might take some time to really flush out as far as like the uh like the former drug dealers, prostitutes, drug abusers. So, like, because I'm just thinking, like, well, actually, no. So if they, we can send them. But you see, the thing is, we could, we can do the same thing, but we can use the Facebook as a means for them to schedule so they can, they can, uh, shoot. Let me see. I don't it know. Has to be. I don't know if you can schedule on Facebook. Let me see. But the, uh, the reason, the reason why I'm saying this though, is because look, once they contact you via email, um, I think what needs to happen is to do like a Skype interview. Okay. Because you don't want to have to wait on setting up a time to go meet somebody all of the time when it can be easier to do it on Skype 
Plus, we're going to do the interviews on Skype anyway. We don't have to be, uh, if if they have Skype, of course, if they don't have it, then we just have to meet with them. But um, okay. that would, for those that have it, that will work because we're going to do, or no, what's the other one? Um, not Skype. Uh, you can Google, do, uh, no. yeah, you can do Google Hangouts because I think Skype you got to pay. Skype uh, you might okay. have to. Yeah, you might have to pay for certain things with Skype. Yeah, I believe well, you do. <clears throat> Google Hangouts. Yeah, we yeah we could just use Google Hangouts. But the thing that I'm I'm looking at is how quickly how quickly we make contact with them, and how quickly how quickly we get uh, get this done where we execute. You see what I'm saying? So from the the point of contact to the point of execution, how quickly can we get that done? So I'm thinking the more that they have to do in order to get to that point, it'll be just be more cumbersome. That's my point. Yeah. Um, I don't want it to be too cumbersome to get this done, so. I mean, can't they just say, so like, can we just say like in the, in the, uh, in the message, um, uh, click on this link, whatever, but could we also in the, in the, in the message say, if you want to have a, um, if you want, if you look, if you want to schedule an interview, um, please provide your day and time and available. Please provide your availability day and time, and um, we can use Google Hangout to sort of kind of get that to kind of close that that time that it would take to. So it won't be cumbersome, you see. So like once they once they say yeah, I'm interested, we provide them information. But while they have the information, please provide a day and time to. Uh, speak about whatever it is that you, you know, to schedule time to schedule an interview while they also have links. So while they have links, they can also schedule a time in an interview. We already have it set. We already have it locked in. So when, say, say for example, if I was to send one out today and then tomorrow they say, yeah, I'm interested, but in the auto response, we say, okay, here's some links to look into. Please provide a day and time to schedule an interview. And then whatever day and time that they schedule, we can just basically schedule that day and time to have a, uh, a Google Hangouts interview. So that way we don't have to worry about, you know, it won't be so cumbersome. Everything will just be in that email. We'll just be short and concise about here's the links for more information. Please provide your day and time for – please provide the day and times you're available for an interview. We close it out, have that interview, generate content. All right, so, yeah, I like that, but there's something that I feel like, I don't know, I feel almost incomplete. So maybe because it ain't totally fixed in my mind yet, but all right, so put out a Craigslist ad, they respond. The response that once you reply to the response, then... That's going to say, 
go here, give us your uh, availability. Um, you know, for interview. Now. All right, right there. That's the situation. I think this is what was troubling me. So we do a fall interview to determine, you know, if they are really going to, are they really ready? Maybe not so much. It is an interview, but it's like a... A pre-screen. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. So then we can do that on the phone. Then after that, what we're going to do is just go straight to the Google Hangouts and do the interview, and they're done. Right. Because it's that, it's that little thing in between that email and, and that email reply that was troubling me. So, okay, they answer the ad. They get an email reply. They answer these questions. Uh, wait a minute. That's the other issue. All right. Shoot. See, I'm thinking kind of technical also. Look, if they... what. Once they reply, oh, boy, there's a, a small issue. When they reply, mm-hmm. you have to be able to send them somewhere where they can fill out this information. So the only well, thing that I can – go ahead. What would they fill out? Like – yeah, like, well, wait, wait, wait. No, I see. I think you're saying something different. I think I, let me just make sure I got you. When they reply, they're replying with their, they're already answering these questions, data availability. They're, that's what their reply to the ad is. Is that what you're saying? No, so like, we got an ad that says, like what you had described earlier about you had, if you're looking to share yourself how you overcame drug abuse, please uh, contact Fishers of Men Outreach Boston. Please contact Fishers of Men Outreach Boston. Here's the contact info. Um, if they, please, please reply if you're interested. Right? And if they apply, that's when we generate, like you said, I have like a, um, a message already de- already developed already a de- already developed message that we would respond back to them saying um, basically inf- here's more information about us just be like but also provide availability P- please provide availability day and time to schedule a pre-screen interview or to schedule an interview. And so um, that would be like, we would, we would be, we would, we internally would view that as a pre-screen. Because if you say pre-screen interview, they're like, what are you talking about? But if we just say to schedule an interview, 
they would be like, okay, this is my day and time. We would use that as a pre-screen fill them up to make sure that they're really serious about doing ex- doing whatever it is that the ad had indicated. And then after that, once we determine that ready, we can do like a Google Hangout Skype interview, and then we can record that, or we could just have that as generated content, or we can even have them that we can create like a separate talk show line where we can dial to. We have that recorded, and that can be that can serve as our content. And then you know we can have that as as our content as well. And then we can have a Google Hangout. I don't know how we would record a Google Hangout like a Skype session, like a a webcam session. I don't know if we want to do webcam sessions, but if we were to do that, I don't know how we would record it. But we can still like have like a talk shoe line where they can call into as part of the um, into pre-screen interview rather, or we could just have that as a regular interview that we can just use as content. And then um, if they want to do like a live interview, we can set up a, a day and time to do it as well. So, Well, Google Hangouts, it, it records automatically, I think. Um, like I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, video, like webcam mm-hmm. interviews. Mm-hmm. Like that one show is, uh, what do you call that? TMZ. You ever mm-hmm. seen that? Where they do yeah. Skype, inter- I mean, Skype interviews? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um... They're sitting in the studio, but they're talking through the webcam to somebody doing the interview. Uh-huh. So it'll okay. be like that, and they okay. do this all the time on on uh, Google Hangouts. Um, now, how to set it up, I don't know, but the point is, somebody answers the ad, they get a reply, um, you screen them, you set up an interview for Google Hangouts. If they have webcam, or uh, or if they have a webcam, if we can do it that way, it's gonna say they might you might be able to do it through the phones. Like I don't know, because I know on Google Hangouts you can video conference mm-hmm. through your phone. Because we were doing that, me and Tor were doing that before with the uh, grandbaby. So I know that that works. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's a simple process. Ad, they they respond to the ad, they get a reply. You talk to them on the phone for pre-screening, set up an interview, do the interview, boom, they're, they're done. Um, did that make sense? So I just went over there. Yeah, it makes sense. And then as we go on, this might this might probably generate a lot of traffic. So we can have this where we can have somebody in the nation basically oversee this function, and all we would, all I would do if if I'm in Boston, all I would have to do is basically. Um, just do the interview, you know, so that way, um, or have somebody that's 
within radio, they can even participate in this, and we can open this up to, like, people who want to intern and just do interviews with these type of people, you know, because this might, this might pick up very, 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 very quickly. <laughs> so so that way we don't get overwhelmed with content and we're, like, we're trying to do the other stuff as well so we're not, like, gridlocked, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Something um, still feels incomplete to me. I'm I'm trying to figure this out. Um, all right, so let's say they're doing the actual interview. Mm-hmm. All right, this is what it is. I got it. Because somebody's not not going to necessarily be able to you can't hold a mic in their face if they're on if they're on a hangout and you ask a question yeah i think it'll work out because what i was thinking is basically they're going to tell their story so you might be asking them questions but it's just going to be really them telling their story. Like, for instance, the questions might not be actually on the show. Mm-hmm. It might just be the responses. Like, right. maybe like, yeah, I grew up in, in West Side of Philly and I used to hang out with gangs and then I got into gangs and started, you know, having drugs. And then you might ask a question, then they answer but only the answers are going to go on. That's what I'm trying to say. If that's yeah, possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah because... But, go ahead. No, but ahead. I, I, how... So, so, like, would you be able to... You know how, like, like a video format, like M, M, M4A or something like that, or WMA, like... Would you be able to get that from a Google Hangout so that way you can auto, so you can video edit it, like edit the Hangouts video session? Could you do that, though? So you can only edit out the questions but only have the answers just continuously, like, rolling through on the show? Well, yeah, because it's going to be on YouTube. No, I know. I'm saying, like, I'm saying like why you get when you have the when you have the raw content like when you have the raw interview content how do we Yeah, it goes on YouTube and you pull it off of YouTube. Oh, you put oh and then you can oh okay, I got it, got it. Oh. Oh, it automatically goes to YouTube. Yeah, I think it oh. automatically. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay. It's oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That yeah, that was the part that I was hung up on. Okay, okay, okay. Got it. And then you can edit it from there. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Now the only thing is, is that I, I think that we might have to do those privately, and there has to be a time limit. A hard, mm-hmm. I, I mean, a hard time limit, meaning. Mm-hmm. Interview is seven minutes. Seven minutes is over. Done. 
to the I mean it's not gonna be exactly seven minutes. It might be seven minutes and ten seconds or whatever. Yeah, but I get the, you. you know, somebody might be trying to finish up this statement right at the end mark and then the interview has to stop because one thing we don't want is a whole lot of um too long interviews and just too much content to where it requires work. Now, cutting out a, a, a section or two, you know, where the questions are being asked, simple. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to, I'm not getting into, whatever is on those interviews is what's going. Unless they mm-hmm. curse, we got to bleep it out or something. You know, mm-hmm. but we got to make them know from the beginning, no cursing, you know what I mean, none of that. Right. So, right. Okay. um, during the interviews, we have, when it comes to scheduling and organizing stuff, that's all Trevon. That's yeah, Trevon. that's where he can, yeah, he can come, yeah, that's where he can come in, yeah. That's, that's strictly Trevon. Um, and man, is he good. Like, I just can't even describe it to you. So then from there, we got the scheduler. Now we got to have interviewers. Now, anybody anywhere can really do the interview because all you're doing is asking questions. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same basic question. How did you get into that life? Um, How did you get out of the life? You know, what was your childhood? What led you into that? walk of life? What did you do to overcome? Just the same simple questions. Matter of fact, we could just show them the questions and just have them talk to the screen. But either way, um, yeah, so because you're trying to get people to do interviews, the, the, the interviewers, we tried that before, and man, it's it's a challenge dealing with our people. I'll just leave it at that. Yes, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. You know why, too? Why? Because it, it's like this. It's like <clears throat> they're so used this this American platform that everyone is on, it creates a sense of comfort. So they don't have to do much of anything. A lot of things are already taken care of. But when you're doing things from the ground up, that's where you really got to wake up and actually get your feet out of bed and actually roll up your seats and do the work. People don't want to do that. They claim they want to help, but they don't want to do the real work that it takes. That's the problem with our people. And that's the part that got to get broken out if we're going to even make moves with anything we're trying to do as a people because that mindset is, um, it's like, Jesus Christ, you can't, it's like, oh, my God. It's like, it's, 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 that's why we're always, that's why we're so stagnant, you know? Just the little things. Yeah. And we could, we could, um, Put that out there that, look, don't even contact us if you're not serious. Yes. Don't, serious inquiries only. 
Don't even waste our time, basically. Um, and even then, you're still going to get people that are going to be, you know, yeah. full of crap. But the point is, we should be able to get a few people um, to start off with and um, go from there. Now, before we go to, to people to do this, before we even start doing that, I think we need to set this, set up this system. I know we need to. Never move test without a system and yeah. test it out. Never yeah. move without a system and never move without testing the system. So we can get some of the people within the nation to be the guinea pigs, to do the dem- the demos of us getting this off the ground, and we should be okay. You know, once we do that a couple of times, then we can move and say, okay, let's try to pull people in. So once okay. the people start responding, boom, we go right through the channel, right through the motion, boom, 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 you know, and we get them done. Because the other thing, when we were doing the radio interviews, one of the issues, one of the major issues was the people that did the interviews are asking, when are, when is this going to air? Well, if we got to do audio editing and there's 100 interviews in the tank and the only one that edited them is me and I don't have the time to edit them, then we got a problem. Then we get a, a so-called editor in and in a year, this Negro only does five out of the out of the 80, and then at, after he, he's holding us up for a year, this bastard got the nerve to say, well, look, um, I can these these interviews, there's a lot to them, and you can hire somebody to do it or you can pay me to do it. And I just said, basically, just kiss my ass, Negro. That's basically what <laughs> you know, like, you, Negro, this, I mean, I was so pissed off at him because he said basically he came on he was basically begging Trev I want to help I want to work with the station I I won't do anything so Trev brings him in then he was he's just professional audio engineer he's all excited and all this he starts working he does like a maximum of five total that I can remember in one year it was always an excuse. Um, you know, I, I got to move. I got to do this. I'm breaking down my studio. And one year, five interviews. So after all that's over, and he comes to me like this, I said, well, when you originally came on, that was not our agreement. Um, I made it clear to you that nobody's getting paid from this. I said, but if anybody's going to get paid, everybody's going to get paid. It's not going to be just a few people. And you understood that, so there's no need for us to move forward. So just turn turn in the uh, stuff you have, and we can end this right here. That's what I said to him. Right. You're not going to hold us. You held us hostage for a year. <clears throat> we wait on you. We're waiting on you. And keep giving you the benefit of the doubt. I am not going through that again, man. That was a horrible horrible experience. Mm. So anyway, um, 
Oh, boy. So, so we need to do is try to set up Google Hangouts. That's one thing. Well, we need to have a a pre-written email response. Um, Then we need, like, a frequently asked question on Facebook page. Because one thing people do, and believe me, I've been doing this long enough, I know they always want to see something. They always want to see a website or a demo clip or something. Mm -hmm. They always want to see something. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I've had countless numbers of times where I have spoken with people set up meeting times, they don't show up. Mm-hmm. You know, no call, no show. They just leave you hanging. And I just learned, you know, I, I'm. that's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible feeling where you got to deal with these people and they say they're going to meet you at such and such place. No show, no show, no call. Um, You can't guarantee just because you have frequently asked questions that they're going to show nonetheless, but they got a greater chance of showing up when they can verify what they consider in their mind um, something legitimate, you know, like um, seeing a Facebook page or website or something. So... um, we need a pre-written email, and we need some frequently asked questions. It don't have to be a lot. Like, um, where is this going to air? Um, well, it will air in multiple states, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, to start off with. Additionally, it will be on YouTube. Um, Roku and other outlets, that kind of thing. Um, how many viewers? Well, in per, it's a per city basis. Um, it's a million people in one area. It does not guarantee a million viewers, but it's within a million homes or a million households. That kind of stuff. So. We need to come up with that kind of stuff. We answer all of that stuff, put that on the uh, Facebook page, and... The Fishers of Men? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. I think so. Then, uh, as of right now, it's probably be Fishers of Men, as far as I can think. We might need to put it somewhere else, but... Whatever the case, right now, let's just go with that, because my brain is getting tired. I think I got itis, brother. Oh, <laughs> you, you ate that food too fast. <laughs> Man, that food was so good. And I had these two gigantic waffles. But uh, anyway, and that chicken, oh, Lord have mercy. That was some good chicken, man. This woman can cook, man. 
She can't do <laughs> nothing in life this woman can cook. I'm telling you. <laughs> really, she has a lot of different skills, but the cooking is one of the best ones. So anyway, um, so that's how we can do that. So what time is it? That's uh, 5.38 my time. Um, baby, uh, maybe we take a break and then come back and um, get some frequently asked questions together and some stuff we can put in an email. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then also we got to write an ad. So if you come up with some stuff, I'll come up with some stuff. Maybe you can put the stuff together or whatever, and then we can make some and then try to get this pushing within the next day or two. Yeah. Just a heads up, I got a, I got family uh, in town, so I'm going to be seeing them on Tuesday and Thursday. But uh, tomorrow I'm good, Wednesday I'm good, and Friday I'm good. So do that just in case if you was trying okay. to reach me. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it's 540, so if we go... So what if we just meet back here? Is it possible to meet back here at 8 o'clock your time? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So I'll be back here 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. All right. So I'll just call in directly? Yes, sir. All right. No problem. All right, brother. Shalom. All right. Shalom.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.